Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. At one time or another, we all find ourselves walking along restless shores. Welcome to our program. Previously on Restless Shores, Police Chief Agnes Brody vowed to take down, once and for all, Ivan Bulgakov, the town's ringleader of crime. In today's episode, Chief Brody waits at a popular downtown restaurant for the one person she thinks can help her in this quixotic quest. Have you tried the Kung Pao chicken? It's out of this world. Regina, thanks for agreeing to me. How could I say no? Encounters with Agnes Brody are never boring. In need of a little excitement? I have plenty of excitement in my personal life, thank you. How about your extracurricular activities? My what now? Your criminal endeavors, Regina. Have you had any excitement in that area lately? Why in the world would I discuss any alleged criminal endeavors with the Gamote Point Chief of Police? I just need to know if you still got the chops. My chops? The chops to get in and out of places that are heavily guarded and heavily armed, without leaving a single trace. Can you still do that? If this is an attempt at entrapment, it's got to be the flakiest on record. There's no entrapment here, I swear. Is this why you wanted to meet in a restaurant, so you could buy me dinner before you screwed me? No one's getting screwed here, Regina. There are no arrests or even accusations being made. Then stop talking in riddles and tell me what's going on. Fair enough. I have a proposition for you. Oh, God. I don't know if I can handle another proposition. It's nothing too crazy. I want you to plant listening devices in Ivan Balgakov's home, vehicles, and businesses. Is this a joke? No joke. Am I being punked? Is there a hidden camera behind that mirror? Would you just listen? You're going after Ivan Balgakov? With every weapon in my arsenal. Does that arsenal include actual crimes? There's no crime here. I've got a warrant signed by a judge. That's great for you, but I'm not a police officer. For the purpose of this exercise, I would deputize you. You have lost your mind. I'm just trying to do my job. Why should I help you? We don't exactly play on the same team, you know. I've helped you before. Remember when Elise Geltz got stuck in that bank vault you were trying to rob? Don't you mean burgle? That's right. Hmm. Are you going to pretend that was out of the goodness of your heart? If I recall, we paid you quite a sum in bribe money. I'm sure the department could provide monetary compensation for your assistance. It's not the main issue. Like I said, I'm a little preoccupied right now. Fine. But how about this? I happen to know about an ongoing federal investigation regarding a missing USCIS agent, Ryan Faust. 
He was last seen looking into your marriage to Lily Bellow. I could help steer that investigation in any number of directions, including towards you or away from you. Are you resorting to blackmail now? Not at all. Think of this as a tightening of the trust between us. Tightening of the trust. Well, that's one way to put it, I guess. Let's see. Bribery, blackmail, covering up a possible murder. All in the name of taking down Ivan Belgakov. It's hard to tell who's the good guy and who's the bad guy here. Ivan Belgakov is Gamote Point's biggest threat. All crime in this town leads back to him one way or another. And it doesn't stop here. He's committing ongoing crimes in Russia with the help of his goons. If I have to overlook a few of your offenses to stop an international criminal, it's sort of a sacrifice one to save a thousand scenario. And you're the missing piece I need. Why me? I don't trust many people to keep all of this information under wraps. This operation requires stealth and secrecy. You might be a lot of things, Regina Miranda, but loose lipped isn't one of them. There's no one else on your team you can trust? There's me and there's Officer Kowalski. But Ivan Bolgakov has seen us both. He knows us. We won't be able to get anything by him. He knows me too. He does? His grandson Peter held me at gunpoint at the Roop family lake house a while back. What? Well, not just me. It was me and Elise and Miguel and Rhonda and pretty much all of the Roops except for Milton. Yvonne had to come in and cool Peter out. When was this? A couple years ago. I wish you people would tell me about these things. Maybe then Peter would be in jail right now instead of dead at the bottom of the ocean. Jeez. Anyway, that was a high-pressure situation that occurred a long time ago. I doubt Yvonne would even remember you. Yvonne doesn't seem like the type to get overwhelmed by high-pressure situations. Besides, he also saw me at Harlan Roop's funeral a few weeks ago. He talked to you? Not to me, but I was standing right next to Lorna when he talked to her. So do it without him seeing you. Without anyone seeing you. Isn't that the whole point of what you do? Why are you so hell-bent on me doing this? To be frank, you're better at this than I am. That's flattering. That's the truth. Avon Balgakov is a cancer on this town. I've been trying to take him down for a long time and I've failed over and over again. I need the best, Regina, and that's what you are. You're the best there ever was. My grandfather is the best there ever was, but I take your point, Chief Brody. Fine, I'll do it, for the good of Gamote Point. Thank you, Regina. Now, can we order already? I'm starved. Meanwhile, at Roop Pharmaceuticals, a young cancer patient, Simon Schaffer, waits to begin his involvement with a promising new drug study. Mr. Schaffer? Are you the doctor? No, my name's Rhonda Roop. I work for... Rhonda Roop? As in the Roops of Roop Pharmaceuticals? That's right. Wow! I can't believe an actual Roop would be so involved in this process. Some of us are. And I'm not a doctor or even a chemist. I'm just here to go over some information with you. Okay, great. So, for this study, we'll be giving a series of injections to a large population of volunteers. Some of that population will have cancer. Like me. And some won't. 
Some will be getting the new drug. Some will be getting a placebo. The effects will be monitored, and the hope is that... Will I be getting the real drug or the placebo? I can't tell you that. You can't? I won't even know. It's what they call a double-blind study, Mr. Schaffer. Oh, please, call me Simon. Okay, Simon. And you can call me Rhonda. The point is, for a study like this one to work, we can't have any preconceived idea about who's getting the real medicine. But I really do have cancer. I understand that. If there's a drug, I want that. Not the placebo. The cancer is spread to my pancreas, Ms. Roop. The doctors tell me... They, they tell me I won't live to see my newborn baby girl's first birthday. Her name is Zoe. <laughs> she, she chuckles in her sleep sometimes, like she just told herself a joke. I can't imagine what you must be going through, Simon. But we don't even know if the new drug will work. To be perfectly candid, the best hope in a study like this one is that this generation of cancer patients will help the next one. And if the drug happens to work for some now, well, that's great, but that's just a bonus, a best-case scenario. So if I get the placebo, I die. And if I get the real drug and it doesn't work the way you hope it does, I die. The odds aren't exactly in my favor, are they? You're right, Simon, but the odds are better than if you didn't try anything at all. All right. You don't have to do this if you don't want to. Oh, I want to. I'll do anything at this point. All right. Then I'll need you to sign this release form if you don't mind. What does it say? Basically, it says that if something goes wrong, Root Pharmaceuticals can't be held liable. If something goes wrong? If. But we have the best scientists working for us. I can almost guarantee everything will be fine. At the worst, you'll simply experience no change at all. All right. I'll sign. Thank you, Simon. I sincerely hope this works out for you. Later that evening, in Uriah Roop's office, Rhonda checks in with Uriah before leaving for the evening. Hey. Hey, Rhonda. How did orientations go? They went fine. I have high hopes for this drug. I think we're on the precipice of something that will change the world. I hope so. Are you all right? Yeah. I talked to a volunteer today who I haven't been able to stop thinking about. How come? He just... he made me realize how much is on the line for these people. These volunteers. This guy, he wants the drug to work. He needs it to work. He has a little baby, Uriah. He's not thinking about some vague, abstract, theoretical future cancer patient. He's thinking about his baby. I just, I just really hope it works out for him. There's nothing we can do to make sure he gets the drug instead of the placebo, is there? You know there isn't, Rhonda. I know. This guy really stuck with you, didn't he? Yeah, which is weird since I met so many people today. But there was just something about him. I don't know. This is a good thing we're doing. I know it is, Uriah. I know. Meanwhile, 
After a long day that included some truly surprising developments, Regina Miranda heads home to Elise. I'm home. Hey, babe. How was work? Busy. There's some sort of convention happening near the bar. And how was your meeting with Chief Brody? Fine. Weird. What did she want? You wouldn't believe it if I told you. Try me. Listen, I've been thinking about the baby thing. The baby thing? You know, Lily's insane plan to fake the baby's death and then pretend to adopt another baby, but it will actually just be your baby the whole time? I know the plan, babe. What about it? I want to do it. You do? I do. What changed? I just realized that life is about doing what it takes to make sure you get what you want. And it's also about doing what's right. What I want is a family with you. And what's right is to make sure Veronica Zeller doesn't benefit in any way off of how badly she screwed you over. Wow. Must have been quite a night. I've never been afraid of taking Rick's Elise. You know this about me. So should I stop now when it really counts? I couldn't agree more. Thank you, Regina. I love you. I love you. I'm so relieved. So relieved. I'll call Lily. It's pretty late, isn't it? Who cares? Who cares? Hello? Lily, Regina is on board for your plan. Uh, I thought the plan was already a go, regardless. Right. Just calling to let you know Regina is on board so we can start getting into the specifics. Okay. Well, that's all fine. But we do have a problem. What do you mean we have a problem? I suggest we all meet first thing in the morning. What is the problem with Lily's plan? How will the drug trials at Roop Pharmaceuticals play out? What will happen next in Chief Brody's plan to take down Ivan Bulgakov? Join us next time on Restless Shores. If you enjoyed today's program, please take a moment to leave a review. This episode of Restless Shores was written by Drew Massey and Greg Tulinen and directed by Tom Hinton. Regina Miranda was played by Julie Poulin. Agnes Brody was played by Katrina Loof. Rhonda Roop was played by Denise Shannon. Simon Schaffer was played by Chris Hall. Uriah Roop was played by Nathan Austin. Elise Geltz was played by Emily Groats. Lily Bello was played by Leslie Woodruff. I'm Chris Newcomb. Restless Shores is a production of New Meadows Media and is intended for the non-commercial use of listeners. All rights reserved. Until next time, stay restless.